and the rest of the world has taken notice, and they want in on it. Governor Eric Holcomb showcasing Indiana's position as a go-to state to do business with. Next on Inside Indiana Business, we get perspective on what's in the pipeline for new projects, jobs, and innovation in Indiana. R2-D2, your highness. IU Health taking a page out of the Star Wars book, using robots to deliver medicines. See the difference IUD2 is making in patient care. This. And a bargain shopper's paradise. It's new place in central Indiana where overstock and returned items go and where you can find deep discounts. Indiana's business news leader. This is IBJ Media's Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Presented by Elevate Ventures and Indiana University. Hello and welcome to Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick. In his eighth and final State of the State address, Governor Eric Holcomb touted the state's significant economic development wins and pledged to focus on workforce, early education, and quality of life in his final year in office. The workforce focus aimed at filling a talent pipeline required for what is uh, now a sixth consecutive year of record economic development deals and Indiana's emerging profile as an innovation hub. And the rest of the world has taken notice and they want in on it. Consider the recognition Indiana received last year when we were one of only three states out of all 50 that ran the table to win all three big federal partnerships, a clean hydrogen hub, an electronics, microelectronics hub, and a biotech manufacturing hub. Each will result in millions in new investment and thousands of good, high-paying jobs, and they position Indiana to benefit disproportionately from America's renewed focus on defense-related manufacturing and our reshoring strategy. And a big headline from the speech could touch every corner of the state. Indianapolis-based Lilly Endowment to provide a $250 million grant, the largest in its history, to the Indiana Economic Development Corporation to fund quality of life projects statewide, housing, development, arts and culture, and more. And that's a big development as well. And joining me now with reaction to what it could mean for communities statewide, I'm pleased to be joined by Indiana Secretary of Commerce, David Rosenberg and Secretary Rosenberg, thanks for joining me. Great to be with you. Congratulations on the new studio. It looks you, great. You bet. Uh, very excited about it. And want to ask you first off, this $250 million, it goes into the, the Ready Fund, which uh, communities and regions around the state uh, have been very excited about doing a lot of projects that otherwise wouldn't get done. How important is getting another $250 million to that effort? Truly transformational, and it's very humbling. Cannot thank the Lilly Endowment, Clay Robbins, Jeanette Hill, their entire team enough. I want to give a lot of credit to Governor Holcomb and the Indiana General Assembly for their vision for the Ready program overall. They've invested at $1 billion between Ready 1 and Ready 2 to focus on quality of life projects and population growth. That $1 billion investment by the state is expected to leverage $20 billion to go all statewide focusing on population growth and quality of life. I can tell you no other state is investing $20 billion in those initiatives. So the Lilly Endowment Grant will allow us to continue to grow and augment what's already been successful but also really focus on those transformational projects that communities are driving for. 
want to ask you about uh, record economic development in numbers in 2023. 2022 was a big year. A lot of folks didn't think you could top it, but you did substantially. Uh, the number's big in 2023, uh, $28 billion, nearly $29 billion, 22,000 job commitments. What really drove that? What was the, what was the kind of the secret sauce, if you will? Yeah, really being aggressive to go get the economies of the future that we want that drive our state, semiconductors, microelectronics, bio life science, ag tech. And I still think after COVID and a lot of the geopolitical uncertainty, there's a lot of capital worldwide looking for that domestic production supply chain that can be stable here in the U.S. And so we truly have numbers that we haven't seen before. Add a little context, in the first 12 years of IDC's existence, there was a total of $49 billion of committed capital expenditure. We had over $50 billion in just the last two years. And that, that investment is happening statewide. In 2022, $11 billion investment happened in urban areas, $11 billion in rural and mixed rural. And even more importantly, it's a focus on true high-paid careers. Our, our average annual salary for jobs that IEDC invests in is $75,000. So truly putting more money in Hoosier pockets and creating that generational change for families. You mentioned uh, those numbers, uh, big economic development deals, part of it, Kokomo, two major EV uh, battery operations, New Carlisle, uh, Terre Haute. As you look at those, the electric vehicle, uh, the electrification of the, in, of the uh, auto industry, Expect that to continue? We do, and we're tracking a couple of substantial projects that will happen around the state. But again, it's really going out to get those economies of the future that won't just affect our state for the next two or three years, but really looking the next 20, 30 years where we want our state to be. Yeah, and you look at the uh, uh, the pay numbers, that's always been a big issue. 36 bucks an hour, $75 annually. So that continues to go up uh, and get Indiana closer to, to, to the peers around the country. Absolutely, and it really takes a strong partnership between public, private, and educational sectors to come together. You mentioned Coco, Kokomo, Ivy Tech Kokomo was one of the big reasons that Stellantis and Samsung SDI made that investment there because the Ivy Tech Kokomo is training that workforce of the mm -hmm. future. And so bringing all the parties to the table to make sure we have the trained workforce, the talent that's needed to supply those jobs has been a really successful component. Traditional automotive town really uh, undergoing a, a big transition. The governor mentioned this in that, that sound we played uh, off the top of the show, but these tech hubs, tech hub, hydrogen hub, microelectronics hub, what can that mean? I mean, potentially, uh, in terms of the money coming from the federal government, that could be significant. Absolutely. And my friend, President Chang at Purdue, uh, put a probability on it. Any state had 0.1% chance to win all three, and Indiana was able to accomplish that. As the governor mentioned, this will have truly generational impact, not only from the dollars that come in from the federal government, the private uh, investment, the workforce, but also as a marketing to show that Indiana is not just in the traditional economy. We are truly leading the way on these economies of the future. Stay right there. We're going to have much, uh, much more with you. Secretary of Commerce David Rosenberg will get an update on the biggest economic development deal in state history. Eli Lilly and Company's Boone County Manufacturing Campus, the Leap District there as well, when we return. At PNC Bank, we're committed to making a difference in the lives of our customers and communities by helping them move forward financially. As a Main Street Bank, we try to do right by our customers with every encounter. Our local teams offer personalized financial advice to help guide you in making the best decision. We're proud to be part of your community. PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference for you at PNC.com. Copyright 2022, the PNC Financial Services Group Bank. All rights reserved. Welcome back as we continue our extended interview with Indiana Secretary of Commerce, 
David Rosenberg and Secretary uh, Rosenberg, we were talking about big investments, uh, Samsung SDI, uh, Stellantis, General Motors, a number of big companies making big investment. When you look at those plants, those are significant in and of themselves, but then you look at the supply chain, the suppliers that will locate as part of that, how big is that? It's huge. When you look at Kokomo with Stellantis and Samsung SDI, $6 billion of investment in the Kokomo area, we expect their supply chain alone to bring about an additional $2 billion of investment thousands of high paying jobs. And so really having those industries that we've never had before in the semiconductor space, the EV battery space, those have a long lead time that, that continue to provide benefit for the state. I want to talk about the biggest economic development project in state history, Eli Lilly and Company, a massive manufacturing uh, complex in the Leap Innovation District in Boone County. That pro uh, project well underway now. On, is it on time? And what do you anticipate the, the impact is going to be there, again, from suppliers and others that are going to Absolutely. It's tremendous. And, and it's tremendous to get that investment from a homegrown company, $3.7 billion investment in the LEAP district. And it really underscores that 70% of the deals that IDC invests in are expansions of existing companies. The attractions get a lot of the attention, but 70% are those businesses already operating here that are looking to grow and expand. I think that underscores our stable business environment the workforce and talent that we have and the ability for a company to remain profitable long term here. Want to do an update too. A lot of attention played to the water supply to the Leap Innovation District and a plan to bring it uh, uh, from the Wabash River. That's been put on hold. It's going to be studied. Give us an update on where things, things stand. No, I appreciate the question. And, and Indiana has an abundance of water and the plan has always been to study it. Right now our partners at IFA are gathering all the data necessary that should Indiana be selected by a high water user for an economic development project here in Indiana, that we will have all the data necessary to make an informed decision on how to move forward. Now, IFA, the Indiana Finance Authority, and they're doing a big study on it that probably be at uh, later this year? Correct. Okay. Let's talk about the pipeline, uh, because that's uh, certainly a big part as, as we uh, look ahead. Late last year, uh, you went to the, uh, uh, the state to say, hey, this deal closing fund that exists, we need money out of it to attract two massive deals. One, $100 million in incentives for a $4 billion investment, 2,700 jobs. Another $3 billion, 800 jobs, two big projects. Are they going to happen? Well, I, I'm uh, limited in what I could say, but we feel very strong uh, about one and feel very, very good about another as well. And it just underscores the overall uh, business development pipeline that we have in the state. It remains robust with nearly $100 billion of opportunity Again, Indiana has proven on a world stage now that as we're going after these economies of the future, thanks to the governor, thanks to the General Assembly, we have the tools, we have the land, we have the talent and workforce, we have the educational institutions that companies are looking for. It's not just about getting the highest dollar amount in an incentive package that you can get. I think Stellantis has had proved that, mm -hmm. um, where Michigan offered nearly a billion dollars of incentive and our offer was nearly 20% of that, but they still chose to come to Indiana because we can offer that full package in terms of workforce and talent, education, communities where people want to grow. So it's not just always the dollar amount, but it's being, it's being business friendly. It's having all those amenities that the companies are looking for. How about that workforce piece? You're talking about, about a lot of job commitments, a lot of concern. Hey, do we have those workers, the workers that are needed? You mentioned Ivy Tech and the role that it's uh, playing. How's the workforce situation? It's strong. And the governor in his state of the state announced the, the one uh, place to stop where you can go and get career training and, and find out what's out there. And it's really starting to look at workforce as a supply and demand. We know based on our pipeline what the demand will be in terms of jobs over the next 10 years, really bringing along and working with the educational institutions, other state agencies, the private sector, 
to ensure that we're training up that supply in terms of the workforce, having the credentials, the, the um, certificates, the training that's needed to fill those jobs, we know are coming within the next five to 10 years. Marketing the state is a big uh, deal. The NBA All-Star Games coming up here in just a few weeks, a global opportunity as uh, IEDC going to be involved in marketing Indiana to companies here. Absolutely. The governor in his legislative rollout said this year is about sell, sell, sell. There's so many good things going on across the state. We need to do a better job of telling our story. So this week at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, we launched our Indiana For the Bold brand. That's going to be the brand that carries us throughout the year, announcing all the incredible things that are going on, and we'll certainly make the All-Star Game uh, the global attraction that it is. Yeah, and quickly, uh, the Global Economic Summit uh, launched that uh, two years ago, I guess. Yes. Uh, you're going to do it again this, this May. Yes, this May. Registration opens later this month. Uh, in 2022, we had over 30 delegations come from foreign countries to talk about and discuss the big ideas that are happening and how we can move towards solutions. We want to make 2024 even bigger and more impactful. David Rosenberg, Indiana Secretary of Commerce, really appreciate you taking the time to be here. We'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks, Gary. All right. We'll do it best. CEO Dan Starr is my guest this week on the Business and Beyond podcast. Founded in 1945 in downtown Fort Wayne, Do It Best is a member-owned cooperative, though the second largest co-op in the home improvement industry and the largest privately owned business in Indiana. Starr explains why Do It Best moved its headquarters to the city's Electric Works campus. The proposal uh, was centered around the uh, importance of place. The fact that we needed to use this uh, as an element of our ability to attract and retain uh, talent. That war for talent is just as critical uh, today as it ever has been. I can't miss interview with the man in charge at Fort Wayne based Do It Best on the Business and Beyond podcast presented by PNC and starts Monday at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Well, a new team member at IU Health. More on the impact of the IU D2 robot on patients and healthcare staff when we come back. NBA All-Star Weekend is just a few weeks away. The weekend will be a celebration of black culture, sports, fashion, music, and art. All will take center stage. And this week's IBJ, learn how All-Star Weekend is a cultural destination. Read more in the IBJ's All-Star coverage at ibj.com all-star. Hello, your delivery has arrived. Our robot is waiting outside your door for you to pick it up. High-tech hospital deliveries changing the game for patients and nurses alike. IU Hospital North in Indianapolis and IU Health Tipton have a new team member, but this one doesn't wear scrubs. The hospitals are pilot testing a robot. Business of Health reporter Kylie Valletta here now with more Kylie. Thanks, Gary. The, each robot hospital is now using a robot to make deliveries throughout the various units. The robots are working mostly with the lab and pharmacy teams at IU Health North and IU Health Tipton to move medications throughout the hospital and deliver samples to the hospital's labs. The health system says Tipton team members were spending 35 days per year making hand deliveries and IU Health North 45 days per year. The robot is being used to reduce that so staff can spend more time on patient-facing duties and working with medications and lab samples. It's expected the robot will also help fill in gaps as the medical field grapples with pharmacists and nurse shortages. IU Health North Director of Allied Health Janice Vedas says the robots can even call elevators on their own. 
it does work through through the Wi-Fi system and is able. Uh, we coordinated with um, the elevator company, and it's able to send signals. And you'll see the robot standing in front of the elevator, and then all of a sudden the but button will light up magically, like somebody pushed it. And when it goes in, um, the floor button will light up, just like it's somebody has pushed it as well. Um, it can determine where it is, not only based upon the Wi-Fi connections, but um, barometric pressure between the floors. The robot will not be replacing any jobs, but will help staff stay on their units rather than leaving to make hand deliveries. Each robot is on a four-month pilot, then leadership will crunch the data to see how the robots are used moving forward. And at Gary Tipton Hospital, this is a great thing for them, especially smaller teams there. So if one person leaves the unit to make a delivery, that could be a quarter or even yep. half of your team. Great story as always. Thanks, yep. Kylie. Yep. Time now for our Eye on Education, brought to you by PNC Bank. Well, the Board of Trustees at DePaul University uh, has voted unanimously to extend President Lori White's contract through 2028. She's DePaul's 21st president, as well as the first woman and person of color to hold the position. White joined DePaul in 2020, and she's credited with leading the university through the pandemic, launching the Black and Gold Strategic Plan and increasing enrollment. Coming up next, Indiana Shopping Hotspot, where sustainability meets savings. We'll show you what all surplus deals is all about when we come back. Here's what's making news around Indiana, brought to you by the Indiana Association of Realtors. Indiana's 21,000 Realtors, the neighbors you know, the experts you can count on. Well, from the early days of eBay to today's cost-cutting convenience of Amazon, consumers are always looking to save a buck. Around Indiana reporter Mary Rachel Redmond says there's a new Hendricks County business that may be just the bargain you've been looking for. Mary Rachel. Well, Gary, earlier this week, the National Retail Federation said it estimates more than 15% of the $966 billion in purchases made this past holiday season in the U.S. will be returned. So what happens to the millions of returns? Well, more than likely, they end up here. From TVs to toys and just about everything in between. A cool Stanley mug. This gigantic warehouse in Plainfield, equal in size to about five football fields, is filled with aisle after aisle of returns and overstock product from every major retailer you can think of. Legos, electronics, kayaks, appliances, anything that's sold at a retail store will come through here and be sold on all surplus deals. So what is all surplus deals? People in Indiana can get a great deal on products at allsurplusdeals.com. It's a website where we list new products every day, three, four, five hundred items a day that start out at about five dollars and then people bid throughout the day. One of the key steps to the process is, is actually examining some of the stuff that comes in. So how does that process work? Yeah, we have an example of that happening right here where one of our team members is, in this case, looking at an Xbox controller. So we're taking a picture of the box and then we're going to open the, the box up and inspect the item and make sure it functions so that our customer gets a reliable product. To me, that looks brand new. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, oftentimes it's clear that it's never been used. And, and folks can expect, you know, what, 70, 80, 90% off on an item? Yeah, it, 70 to 80% off is what people are seeing right now. Say what? May sound too good to be true, but here's how it works. Go to allsurplusdeals.com, 
select Indianapolis, and start shopping. Once you find that must-have item, don't forget... You start bidding. Once you've won and paid for your merchandise, you come to our warehouse here in Plainfield. Okay, where are we going, my lady? We'll deliver your product to your car. Thank you both very, very much. And just in case you want to triple check your item to make sure it's as advertised, you can do that too upon pickup. We're good. Customers are able to test and inspect the merchandise that they've bought. We have electronic stations here where you can even plug in televisions. And if they see something they don't like, they're able to return it on site. Once they leave with the product, then it's theirs and we don't accept returns after that. We see the warehouse, there's all kinds of activity, lots of product. Realistically, what's the shelf life of a lot of these goods that we're seeing? We try and move through inventory as fast as possible. So from the time it comes in until the time we hand it to a customer, we want that to be within 10 days. And some of the stuff that, that people are seeing on allsurplus.com is still in stores. Yeah, I, I bought myself a toolkit over the weekend and spent $100 on it. It's for sale today on All Surplus Deals. Right now the bidding is at $10. It'll go up from there, but someone's going to get a killer deal on it. And it's never been used. That's right, never been used. That's deal. And I'm a sucker for a deal too. So of course I had to get on allsurplusdeals.com and I gotta say, I'm glad I did. I want a Barbie dream house for my four-year-old, $47, normally 300 bucks. Now that's a deal. Gary, back to you. That is a deal. Thanks, Mary Rachel. Well, hypersonic speed is at the center of a price challenge competition at Naval Surface Warfare Center, Crane Division in Southern Indiana. We'll have much more on that story next week. You may have noticed uh, things look a little different in studio for Inside Indiana Business uh, this week. A new look, a new feel, new graphics, new music, all made possible by our partnership with CBS4 and Fox 59. The Fox 59 studios, our new production home here. Remarkable a complex here on the northwest side of Indianapolis. Kylie is at uh, a big wall. She'll be doing uh, business of health reports, Mary Rachel around Indiana reports. Really excited to work with the great team here at CBS4 and Fox 59. Thanks for joining us this week. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Inside Indiana Business Television Podcast. Remember, you can get the latest business news from every corner of the state at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week.